Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Match Ball. Hello, welcome to the match ball. Uh, Dan and Michael is there at home and Rob is in the studio, uh, so you won't get Moscow's relentless optimism tonight, uh, which might be for the best all round. Uh, the show is brought to you with Levi Solicitors. There's a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. 6-0. Uh, where do we start with that COVID boy there in the middle? Hey, what a day. COVID and that. Full of treats, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awful, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, Burnley won, so that's great. Don't look at the table. That's the main outcome of tonight. Just do not look at the table. Unfortunately, Rob, I, look, I looked at the table. Um, what's the most worrying part about that? That we lost, that we lost by so many, um, that the players don't look like they've got a clue. What is it? Where do we start? Go on, Michael. You're normally <laughs> a, the arch-pessimist, so come on. Let's get it out of the way. Well... Let's be positive for a second. The, the opening like 10 minutes, I, I thought it was maybe panning out to be like the game last year because it was kind of end-to-end, wasn't it? And it felt almost fun for a bit. Um, until you got, it, until the really, really weak penalty happened again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, I mean, it, it wasn't deliberate, obviously, was it? Um, we had Harry Kuehl's take on it at halftime where he said it, it just is handball because if it hits your hand, it's a penalty. It's a handball, which isn't the rule. But mm-hmm. never mind. Yeah, it was weak, but after a game like that, it feels um, churlish to go on about the referee's decisions, doesn't it? Because mm. the, the only real re- decision he could have made to improve it would have been to just call a halt to it. A, mer- a, a mercy killing, if you like. Yeah, if it had just said, they've had enough, lads, please. Uh, people in the uh, the comments on YouTube, we are streaming this live for everyone on YouTube because why You know, why paywall a fucking 6-0 defeat, <laughs> quite frankly? Um, people saying you look ill, Michael. It's just a bright light, I think, isn't it? You're not too badly. It is a bright light. Yeah. I've got yeah, I've got monitors um, like pointing in my face. I think it's making me look, um, it's making me look very very bright when ill. But I feel I don't feel too bad to be honest. I feel like uh, I've got a headache and a bit of a sore throat or what have you. But yeah, and um, Moscow Moscow's just saying this one out as well because we've got another magazine out at the weekend, haven't we? So um, he's putting the finishing touches to that. So Rob is in from the under twenty nines. Yeah, I, uh, you coming in for all the good games? Under twenty eights for two more days, oh, one more day. Happy birthday! Uh, yeah, but I'm really. Delighted that I've volunteered for this one. Come on, we should have been 1-0 up, shouldn't we? A penalty for Dan James, that, that awful foul. <laughs> nah, probably I mean, not. The, the fact that Tim Sherwood thought it was a penalty on the stream we were watching just made me think, probably not then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found myself agreeing with him at, at, at half-time and thinking, no, this isn't, this isn't right. And I, and I almost for a second agreed with Kewell, but then I remembered who he was. So, mm. um, Yeah, I mean, I stopped making notes at 4-0. Um, it just, it went... 
as we expected it to. We didn't expect to win this one. So to lose 6-0, did we expect it to be that bad? For about a minute, you thought that the Rafinha disallowed goal might have been the big turning point because then they went up the other end and scored, but then they kept scoring and scoring and scoring. So it's hard to look back on that and think, oh, what could have been? I've just had an email arrive as well from my uh, energy provider telling me what the difference in my bills is going to be from April. So <laughs> it never rains, it pours, does it? So uh, thanks uh, for that. Does, has it doubled? Uh, so not far off, another five or 600 quid, I think, going on top of, uh, of what it was. Superb. Mm. What a day. So I know we're trying to avoid the obvious here. Um, what do we make of that? Mm, what, do we, well, what do we make of where we are? Uh, we're in a very, very worrying spot, I would say. Mm. We, I mean, averaging like the last few games, we're basically conceding at least four on average out of across the last five games or something. We just keep letting goals. We're laughably easy to play against. Mm. The Matip goal was one of those where he just like, oh fucking come on! It's yeah. got to be. You've got to be better than that. And and we almost got to the end, and I was thinking, oh, they've not scored from a corner. I really, I really thought Van Dijk would score from a corner, and he hasn't done because we obviously can't pick people up. And then. It was almost sad seeing the replay of behind the goal and you can just see Strauch get blocked off and he kind of does a no, no arm movement as he, as he can just see Van Dyke running towards the ball and you just think... It was, all, it was almost like a school game, wasn't it? Like, be fair, be fair to the, uh, the kids that had taken the pace in. Maybe put a ringer on their side or something. It was pathetic, wasn't it? Well, they, Te- they the, te- the team's not good enough. The tactics are not good enough. It's it's all, all on. Who is this on? Is it Bielsa? Is it the club? Is it both of them? Is it all of them? The thing is, they did massively take their foot off the gas in that second half. They had at least half an hour of not even trying and still completely <laughs> completely battered us, even in the second half. I think he, we could have, if it, if we managed to get it to finish at 4-0, which we were not far off doing, you could have maybe convinced yourself that the subs helped and that we were a bit tighter. But actually, they were just playing like a team that has a cup final on the weekend and was concentrating on that rather than winning a game that was already won. I mean, we're being asked in the YouTube comments, should Bielsa go? Honestly, I don't really have a straightforward answer to it. You could see if they um, if they chose to, why they would do it, because we keep getting pumped every week. The other side of that is what happens next, who next, could they get anything different out of it? I mean, like, you, you, as they say, the, de- the definition of madness, isn't it, as the saying goes, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So getting dicked like that a few times this season. We knew there were going to be times when it wasn't going to be pretty, but... It, do, it just doesn't help, does it? It doesn't help coming into the Spurs game with the pressure cranked up, having shipped 10 goals in the previous two, no matter which way you dress it up. Even if you write these games off as not being the games where we will stay up this season, they're not the ones that are going to define the season, but they're starting to define the season, aren't they? Well, I mean, we've now conceded more goals than we conceded in the entirety of last season. And we didn't have a shot until after the hour mark, I don't think, which is worrying at either end of the pitch. Um, and you can say, well, he's Liverpool, I guess, and this is what happens. But I just, I don't know, I struggle to see things changing while the spine of our team is missing. Mm. Um, mm. Because it just seems like there's this massive gap all the way through it. And I think some of these players, their confidence is getting badly kind of shattered at the minute because the system is just breaking down and he's nowhere near as slick as we know it can be. And then you look at Melier and how many just weird things he's doing and how many times he seems to be arguing with his defenders who it's just all kind of malfunctioning badly and I think you just desperately want I mean God knows when Banfield will be back but you just desperately want Cooper in there as a leader and likewise Phillips sat in front of him um, 
because at the minute it's just all over the place. Yeah, I mean, we can see, we can see the same goal every game. Mm. It, there's there's always one from a corner. It seems like the last few games there's a, basically a goal from a corner. There's a goal from their centre back just running through the middle of us. There's a goal of someone getting turned in midfield and there being an enormous void in behind them. It's it's just it's hard to watch the same thing happen every week <laughs> and not think well something's got to something needs tweaking here. I know part of part of last season and part of Bielsa's thing has been when things don't go right. You keep at it, and it turns, and the, and it has turned in the past. It's just this one doesn't feel like it is at the moment. It's we're a very long way before when it needed to turn. We were losing, you know, two 0 at Forest, or we were we were failing to win, and we were getting to draw somewhere or whatever in the Championship, or we'd lose like lose narrowly to Brighton last year, for example, or the Wolves game or something like that, where you think, well, it's not quite working, but equally, we're not getting completely dicked. It really, it feels at the moment like every team in the league would probably be able to beat us in playing in the way we are. A lot of the YouTube comments saying, uh, do I like Michael's new hairpiece, um, the thing growing from your head? Mm. Is, uh, is that a COVID side effect, that? Or should we probably not? <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get picked up by the algorithm. I am just joking. Um, I've just realised as well, because I, I, I'm a bit hot and I just took my jump off, I've realised I'm actually wearing a free T-shirt I got with some underpants as well. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm really dressed to impress today. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's fairly bleak at the minute, isn't it, all this? Well, I'll show you the underpants if you want it to get bleak. I've got them on as well. <laughs> at least you've got them on this time. You don't normally. Yeah, true enough. True enough. Uh, um, are we going down? It's hard. It, it's hard to shake that feeling tonight. Maybe a bit of time will, will allow us to rationalise it, but um, mm, we might be. Yeah, it's not good, is it? I don't really know what to say about tonight because, like I say, it was, it was everything we feared and then some more. And it... They didn't even get out of second gear, did they? I'm just looking actually at Bielsa's comments that um, Adam Pope is is tweeting out about the style, asking, is it difficult to keep faith in the style? How am I not going to question what I am doing? Of course I question myself. When you ask yourself why these things are happening, the question is, I don't think the ch- that a change in style will help what is happening. But don't mm. don't managers, you know, when, when things start to spiral out of control, don't managers, they reset and do the basics again, don't they? And it felt like we, we started out on that path a little bit against Man United by playing square pegs in square holes but then we've gone back to doing the other thing again tonight and obviously the, the style just costs us massively I mean it's been tested now against various teams right across this season and um, nobody seems to have kind of learned uh, from what keeps happening and that's I think that's what's most disheartening about it is um, it, it's the the powerlessness so we're being reminded constantly how powerless we are as fans other than to come on and do things like this and just bemoan the state of things because all the things that were said in the summer about the transfer window, the January transfer window, the style all season, and now kind of coming home to roost and it's ugly, isn't it? On Bielsa's thing about, the thing about Bielsa not changing, I was saying during the game, I'm so confused by the performance at Stamford Bridge earlier this year where he did change the system slightly and you had Dallas at right back and Shackleton sat right in front of him and I don't want to say we played cautiously but it was just seemed more compact and together and not risking things quite so much and we were really good I think Bielsa himself has said that's the best performance of the season but then we've gone back to the thing we know can be badly exposed by really good teams with really good players and and that's the thing you know I know Michael you were saying that might not happen against a worse team but we were saying if if you know if you're playing Burnley and you're leaving James Tarkovsky as the, the spare man it's not going to hurt you I don't think or, or certainly not as it hurts tonight but but then why keep doing it against these really good players because it, mm. it just keeps we keep getting badly beaten by it 
I mean, in the run-up to this, Bielsa was saying, wasn't he, that, that the plan for this game is to try and threaten them with our attacks, which we did a fair bit, which is weird, even though we had no shots on target for an hour, um, and then try and stifle their attacks. It, it just, sadly, it doesn't work, does it? I mean, it does not work. The tactics do not work. It's, I mean, yeah, there's no, there's, no other, there's no argument against it, really, is there, when you, you look at the way that game panned out? Because... Um, I mean, truthfully, if they'd have tried in that game, they probably could have racked up double figures. And they, there were chances missed in it as well. I know, I, I suppose you could say some of the goals were maybe a touch fortunate. Like, obviously, there's two penalties in there. There's the one where um, the Mane one, it kind of breaks to him, doesn't it, and stuff. But it, honestly, on the balance of on the balance of the chances across the game, five or six nil was not at all unfair, was it? It was. <laughs> um, it looked it looked like a, a five or six nil game for the for the most part. Mm, uh, but again, they didn't get our second gear, which is probably for the best. Because um, it could have got yeah. even uglier, but um, where where do we go from here? Do we just dust ourselves down and um, just go again on Saturday? We, what choice have we got other than just to ride the wave until the end? I don't know. I mean, Tottenham beating City and then losing to Burnley is so 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 predictable, and we, yeah. you know that they're going to the, turn up at Ellen Road. Nineteen seventy Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. stupid, isn't it? I hate it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> God, God bless Watford. Eh? Yeah, well, at least they did something for us. Um, I'm, I'm, there's just there's no positive from it, is there? There's nothing you can say about that because it is just the same mistakes over and over again. Rob, are you sponsored by 7up? We're being asked. Um, I mean, yeah, I can be if they want to. Yeah. Um, so come on, give me some pos- something positive, somebody. Um, I did make a few notes. No, no injuries, was there? No, no injuries. That we know um, about yet. Although Lorente has disappeared, so God knows. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean um, what was no, the whole... I, I, did, I, don't, I don't think I wrote anything good down. When was the first point you put your head, head in your hands? I think for me, it might have been when Furpo got booked, um, which mm. was, let me have a look. I wrote that down. It was 18 minutes in and you saw him and you thought, don't do it. And he did it. He leapt in on a man. Who was it? It was, it was, Fabinho. It was Fabinho, who was, yeah. was not a, a forward thinking player in the sense that he's going to produce something like Salah where he's going to go down the line and absolutely destroy you and then cut in and score like he does every week. No, he's... he's He's a deep lying midfield player, isn't he? And he was not going anywhere and he didn't have much support. He was going to have to turn back. And then seeing all this, Junior Furpo calculates in his stupid mind, I'm going to fly into him here and get booked and therefore be on a booking against Mo Salah for the remaining 72 minutes. I mean, that's the thing with the goal where Salah turns him as well. You'd, you'd think, well, if you weren't on a booking, you might be able to foul him. I, I don't even know if you would have fouled him. <laughs> Salah probably just turned him anyway. But yeah, it was a daft decision and one of many from tonight. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm just looking through my notes, actually. After their goal, I'm, I'm noting down that they had chances to score again on 20 and 22, um, which isn't great, is it? It's just keep it tight after conceding. Um, yeah, one of, one of them was Dallas, um, giving it away. Tiago had a good chance to play some number. I think he was trying to do like some weird like pass to the bottom of his foot or something and he just completely fucked it up and gave it to us. Um, and then Ailing, who had a terrible night, I thought. He got absolutely rinsed. It's, al- it's almost like he's not a natural centre-back or a full-back at <laughs> this rate. Well, yeah. He, he just, he was constantly, he didn't ever know where his man was. He was just, he's just constantly running after someone. It's what the, the image of Luke Ailing was from tonight. Just back to the camera, chasing someone. Um, I'm just looking at the uh, looking at the stats. Actually, XG 4.37 to 0.15. Should, eight, big cha- should, eight big chances for them. Zero for us. Should we be? You know, the one one that was offside, the Rafinha one. Should that have been mm. given because it for sympathy a sympathy goal? Yeah, that's exactly. Mm. Is that would that have did been you, fair? Did you, speaking of sympathy, did you notice it? Um, Three <laughs> 0 with the penalty. They were they were trying to get Luke Ailing sent off as well. You were like, lads, come on, fucking hell. You're better with him on. Just give him a give him a break. It doesn't matter, does it? That's one of my one notes. Tiago asking for a red. Fuck off. It's all <laughs> what, what more do they want? I mean, there was no intent there, was there? I mean, God, it, this, it's just so typical, isn't it? Going, I'm just having penalties given against you, like the lightest, softest, crappiest penalties. Mm-hmm. And, and I dare say, you know, that like the one. I mean, I know we always think this, but you know, like the Dan James one. Would you have been entirely surprised had that been at the other end if they got it? Probably not. Newcastle fan Michael Oliver giving penalties to, to Liverpool, etc. Blah, blah, mm. blah. Even Dallas was bad this evening, mm. I thought. Mm. No one comes out with it. I was going to say, it's no hard one, to pick out anyone as no one, good. No one played well. Rafinha was crap again. He's given up on it, you can tell. James' ineffective click was just chasing shadows for the first half. We changed it, and Tyler Roberts had a go at doing the same thing. Um... Mm. Strauch was all over the place. <sighs> Melier could have done better for a couple of, made a couple of RI saves, but I thought he should have done better on some stuff too. Mm. Jesus. Yeah. What's it going to be like on Saturday? Well, I'm going to be at home with COVID, so great stuff. <laughs> no, all right, lucky you. Get in. Free pass. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, 
I just, I, I fear for if and when this atmosphere turns. Because people, you know, they're supporting the crowd there tonight. Crowd were brilliant again. Leeds fans travelling. Always make noise when we're shite. Make noise anyway. It was very telling when the song for Luciano Becchio came out. <laughs> yeah. It was like, all right, nothing better. Play the hits <laughs> when everyone else is, when there's nothing else to do. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was thinking about, I was contemplating this halfway through the game. I was thinking, what, what I wonder what they're talking about in the boardroom. Because they must have discussed sacking Bielsa. Mm. And there must be there must come a point where they do. Like if we if we lose the next five games, they they have to sack him, don't they? But you know, you can't you can't accept losing games badly for an indefinite period of time. It's it, it feels like it was still the riskier move is to get rid of Bielsa at this stage. Mm. But I guess I guess at some point a balance tips, like if if we lose to Norwich, you do then think, okay, well, that's not that's not acceptable anymore. You well, know, the, well, I was going to say every, everybody is now uh, pegging the hopes on on those games being the ones where we turn this around. And unfortunately, that's the that's the elephant in the room, isn't it? If we don't, unfortunately, we're going to be in an absolute world of trouble. Mm. Well, um, we've actually got an easier run coming up. But look at it another way: Spurs have just lost to Burnley, and then we play Leicester, who have not won this year, I think, or something stupid. They're they're an absolutely terrible run of form. Villa are also on a terrible run of form. Norwich have been terrible all season. So really, we should be getting we should be getting a minimum of six points from these games, these next four games. And if we don't, then I think we're in fairly major trouble, would given you, the way Burnley have picked up. Would you accept World War Three at this point kicking off? <laughs> it's probably going to happen anyway. So never mind. Just add it to it. Might, it'll probably start today. To be honest, it's a good day for it. <laughs> People are pointing out that the restrictions do drop tomorrow, um, regards to COVID. But you're not going to go, are you? Uh, no, I'm not. The, the rules are bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill any, kill any pensioners. I, I like the people I sit with. I yeah. don't want to. I don't want to go past any. Of it's it. not. There's not so, evidence that you knew as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, yeah. The the rule that it magically stops being uh, transmissible at midnight tonight does seem a bit weird. So. Well, it was. It was no, just going back to the actual football chat. It was pointed out to me um, that the 49ers were in uh, against Man United, and obviously, inevitably, they're going to be talking about what happens for the rest of the season, what happens next season. Uh, yeah, it would have been interesting to be a fly on the wall for those conversations. They need they? relegation explained to them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lads, something we haven't told you. you know, all this money you've chucked in to prop up this business. Why is there a line on the league table at the bottom? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those three don't don't get to don't get to go in there next year. I was just seeing the championship fixtures tonight as well. Awful, oh, just, awful. just just taunting you down there. I mean, it doesn't look like we'll be playing Derby uh, next season, though. Yeah, Millwall though. And uh, Steve Morrison's Cardiff, they lost, didn't they, in the last minute? But um, yeah, mm. but the whole thing feels very, very depressing this evening, I have to say. Yeah. Which is weird because we're fully expected to lose. Mm. But 6 0 doesn't do anybody any good, does it? No. And there was there was some hope in the second half of that Man U game, wasn't there? But it makes you think, are they just terrible? And that's what Well, li- well Liverpool as a unit are uh, streets ahead of Man United. Oh, they, oh, they are. They're, they're, worth saying. They're, they're, yes, they're legitimately one of the best teams in the world. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely in the top three, aren't they? You can say that with confidence. So, yeah, in a, in, to a degree, you can accept it. But they don't, equally, they don't win 6 0 every week, do they? And no. But they don't play people as, sh- as shite and easy to get through as us. <laughs> well, yes, there is that. Uh, Lewis is saying we lost to Liverpool and we're discussing sacking Bielsa. Madness, no matter what the score is. No, we're not. But we're talking about the conversations that may or may not be happening. We're not def- like advocating for it. I think personally, you just we stick it out now, come hell or high water, and just get to the end of the season and then just exhale and 
and go again. But it's going to be a conversation that's going to come up. You can't, you know, ship 13, 14 goals, whatever it is, in four games and people not talk about it. I know it's an uncomfortable topic for people. People don't want to think about it. I don't like thinking about it, but we'd have very little to talk about if we didn't talk about the things that other people were talking about. And also, we're talking about it after, you know, two wins since, well, we beat, beat Crystal Palace for two wins since then um, and, and some really quite bad defeats. We've had a 7 0 to Man City, we've had the 6-0 tonight, we've lost 4-2 to Man United, we've lost to Newcastle, um, we've lost 4-1 to Arsenal, that could have been a lot worse. So there are some there are some very worrying games in there. We've not had a run like this during Bielsa's tenure, have we? So, no. you know, it, it, need, it does need to be discussed, I think. And if we don't, people will say... Yeah, because the people who don't like it being discussed would be annoyed if you... If you, or, you people know will I mean? say, but you've got your head in the sand if you're yeah. just going to say that it's all fine because it's evidently not. And, yeah. you know, I think they have a point. It's, almo- it's almost like different people have different opinions and sometimes they need to be talked about whether they mm. match up with yours or not. Yeah, I, I don't know what we do. <laughs> Truthfully. <laughs> That's what I'm talking. It goes back to the idea of powerlessness, doesn't it, I think? Mm. Really? Um, we're, we're absolutely powerless. Um, and I mean, I've just seen the, the latest comment that pop up pop up on YouTube and Danny's just saying, I just don't understand our Premier League club and have such a consistent gaping hole in the midfield and not make any attempt to fix it. Mm. I know. Yeah. Either with transfers or um, just setting up a bit differently so that that doesn't happen. The, the worst part of me, the angry part of me thinks what the club have done and whoever's responsible for this, whether it's the decisions at boardroom level or whether it's the coaching staff, Bielsa himself, it just feels spectacularly arrogant to have not got somebody in in January now really does I think this is why you've just got to stick to with Bielsa till the end of the season because they've they're so wedded to it now they've made that decision it would be I think lunacy to then mm. sack the guy who you've backed in making that decision I, I don't know I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say it's so like it's just so exhausting because we could just keep going from signs of promise to utter despair like mm. even starting the year you know beating Burnley and West Ham but then we lose to Newcastle and you know we look great at Villa for all but 12 minutes but then we're terrible at Everton I think we showed a lot of fight at, against Scum mm-hmm. but then tonight was just I mean Daniel Moroni just going back to the idea of the recruitment in the comments he's just uh, he's quoting JFK saying you fix the roof when the sun is shining i.e. in the summer I agree completely mm. I agree with that completely I think the strategy has completely been wrong this season they got it wrong whether that's down to money or Bielsa's intransigence, whatever it is, it's it's wrong, isn't it? But the other side of this is that, you know, fast forward three or four days, if we beat Spurs, things look a lot better. It hurts like hell again. Six more goals, <laughs> 10, you know, in the space of three or four days. It's not mm-hmm. nice to be on the end of that, regardless of whether we stay up or not. I, I appreciate that. But, you know, those 24 seconds, we had those 24 seconds, didn't we, on uh, on Sunday that were nice? Yeah, I, got, I probably got COVID in that 24 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> But um, oh, well. but if if we win at the weekend, then you know things will look a lot better, won't they? Because wins are just massive in this division. They are they get you so far up, don't they? Because nobody has any down at the bottom apart from Burnley. Yeah, I mean Moscow promised me in recent weeks that Newcastle and Burnley will never win games again, and now they can't stop winning them. Mm. Laughing in my face, they are. Yeah. And anything to add then, or should we just wrap it up? I mean, we normally aim for about half an hour, twenty-four minutes of having a drill ploughed into your skull feels about um, feels about right um, I mean like like Drew Drew saying how many times have I said that if we win at the weekend it'll feel alright but I just you know that's all we've got left isn't it it's the hope that things mm. will get good enough to see us safe that's yeah. all that is all I've got 
Yeah, I mean, Harry Kewell at halftime was just an extra kick in the bollocks, wasn't it, really, yeah. to be honest, in, a, in, a, in this day of treats. But Dan Burton is asking if we stay up his Bielsa here next season. I don't think so, do you? No. No, I, I, just, I, just, I just don't see them now having the... Um, the commitment to him or, or belief, belief in his system. I think there's, there's probably the belief is wavering. Michael, what mm. colour are your pants that you're wearing, by the way? People keep asking in the comments. <laughs> um, I bought several. Don't, you don't have to show us, just tell us. You can use a word. These, to ones, just... are, these ones are navy blue. Okay. And these are the ones you splash the cash on? Yeah, these are the expensive ones I bought for the walk, so I don't get any uh, any, if, any chaffage. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're comfy, they're good. Good pants. Good free t-shirt as well. Yeah. Uh, People were asking about my garden aggregate as well in there because I was mentioning it in one mm. of the previous podcasts. I haven't ordered the aggregate yet for the garden because the weather's, you, weather's been bad. Will they deliver it directly onto your your prone body if you ask them to? You just lay just, in the garden. Can you can you just, dump three tons of aggregate on my head and just what like, allow the darkness to wash over me? And exactly. I don't have to know if we stay up or go down. Oh, God. Right. Okay. Um, Emma Hag is delighted that um, you're wearing navy blue because they've got navy blue on too. So good. You've got an internet Good. pant friend. Right, okay. Good. <sighs> Lenny, sorry, Lenny's just saying, why are you wearing pants, dude? It's a home office. It's a fair point. Could, <laughs> it, it, it could be naked from the waist down like a good newsreader. Listen, we're talking shite about um, underpants yeah. now because we don't want to talk about football, so let's ra- just wrap it up, go away, and hope for a better day at the weekend. Yeah, we're not doing propaganda until next week, so at least we don't have to do any scousers for yeah. a few days. Oh, great, such a special win. Okay. It's such a great team, honestly, the way we're playing. And you know the right as well. They are they are really good. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, and they're absolutely miles miles better than us, aren't they? Yeah. All right. Oh well. There we go. Um, cheers for watching. Thank you for listening. Sorry for dragging you in, Rob. We'll uh... <laughs> see you again next time. Yeah, we'll be back with another match ball on uh, Saturday afternoon after the Spurs mm. game. Hopefully, it's a brighter one. There's always the, there's always a promise of a brighter day around the corner. So let's finish on that high note, shall we? I fully believe you. <laughs> I can tell. Cheers. We'll see you in a bit. The Match Ball. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.